Construction Champions, it's your host, Ron Newsbaum, and we're here for another amazing episode of Construction Champions Podcast, where we're burning down the house so we can rebuild it. And we mean your business, we mean your life, we mean everything around you that is not championship caliber. We're burning to the ground and we are rebuilding it. I'm super excited for today's guest. I've had some time. I've had I've had some time. I always got time. But I have spent some time with Paul. We've gotten to know each other. He is an amazing man with a great reputation throughout the construction industry and just business in general. Paul, it is great to have you here today. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Why don't you take uh, a minute, tell all the construction champions out there a little bit about yourself and kind of, I guess, what got us here to today? Okay, well, I've been a coach in the construction industry for 40 years. Get that one, 40 years. I've worked with over 1,500 companies, maybe up to 2,000. I've lost track. Um, I have like 150,000 hours of coaching people. I've learned a lot in that time, right? Um I've learned what works and what doesn't work. And I've uh, worked with a lot of contractors, but a lot of companies, a million to 10, 15 million, done it a hundred times. Um, and I always use the same formula, same thing. It's not magic. It's, you know, how do you get in shape? You eat right and exercise, pretty simple. Um, but getting people to do it's tough. So I think, you know, I'm excited about the champion thing because there's and there's not a lot of champions out there. I'll be honest, you know, they're, they're rare, but when they show up, they're awesome. So- I'm doing that in about three, four years ago. The problem I had was um, contractors. I could get a business from one to 10 million. I, I'm really good at marketing. I'd say, you know, go visit architects. I had a plan for marketing. They do it every time they did it at work. Never missed. The problem was when they build the business, they couldn't find the people. Hmm. And so I had a problem was I'd build these businesses. And they go, look at we're eight months in advance, 10 months in advance. And I don't need anyone. I can't find any people. I can't even get built what I got, you know, on my backlog. So I don't want to sell anymore. I'm done. Right. I need people. I went, how hard can that be? Come on. So I went out, found some good recruiting software, some alpha contracting systems, some sort of the state of the art stuff. I'm, I've been dragging, interesting. I've been dragging contractors through technology for 40 years. I remember when a cell phone was something unique. I mean, I remember the first time to contractors, they said, I'm not going to use a cell phone. It disturbs my peace of mind in the truck. No cell phones. And then there was email. Email was a fad. You know, it'd go away. I mean, no big deal. I, and then there was, I mean, fax machines. Uh, websites are a big one. I don't need a website. I do a good job. I show up on time. I treat my people well. Who needs a website? I go, Come on. So I do what the latest construction management software, right? I don't need Builder Train, Co-Construct, Procore, any of those guys. I, I'm good. I'll use Excel spreadsheets. No problem. Right. And even stuff like, you know, builder conference, who would have these communication system for God's sakes, you know? So I've been dragging contractors through technology for 40 years, literally. And the latest ones, AI, you know, AI, you know, chat GPT is awesome. It's all this stuff. They go, no, Skynet, I'm not into it. It's going to take the planet. I mean, it's crazy. Right. So I, I have a history of not not guy many not guy many guys my age are still in this business right so drug them through it was been tough but I I learned a lot tell you all these hours I've learned a lot about what makes a good contractor and one stud and I'd be happy to share any of that with you you want to sir you just wow. I mean I'm excited listeners did you hear did you hear forty years of not just 
industry knowledge, but 40 years of helping develop guys in the industry like that. That's not just 40 years of building one business in one sector. That's 40 years of just being in the construction industry, watching it grow and helping others grow. So I'm really excited to dive into this. I'm going to ask the million million dollar question. That is what makes a construction champion? Well, a big thing is you've got to be willing to work harder on yourself than you are on your business. Um, I think I remember one time, one of those defining moments for me, and I, I, I got kids, it doesn't matter, but I was in the store with my son and, you know, he had a bunch of his friends in the back seat, and they said, Mr. Sandeman, you're very successful. You make a lot of money, have a lot of fun. We're going skiing. This is all really cool stuff. How do you do it? And I said, no problem. I can tell you some books you need to read, you know, how to win, how to win friends and influence people. You know, there's a bunch of books out there. Why don't you read these books? They go, nah, I got time to read books. <laughs> And I, I went, dude, you know, anybody who's been successful has written a damn book about it. And right now, you don't even have to read the book. You can listen to it on Audible when you're driving around your truck, or you can watch it on video on YouTube. All the information is there that you need to succeed, and it's free or close to free. But the problem is people are too busy earning a living to make any money. How do we, how do you... Uh... I mean, how do we get out of that mindset as an industry? Like you, like you said, we don't have a lot of champions out there. I feel like we're building some champions, but how do we start to to change that mindset to get out of that earning a wage? Well, first place is you've got again work harder on yourself. What does that look like? You know, could be meditation, could be exercise. Could be you reading positive books. It could be listening to people who are successful. There's all that information out there. But unfortunately, people would rather watch the news, which is why the world is tanking, than watch a video on how to be successful. I would agree with that. I mean, it's all what you put in up here. It's what, what you put in your mind I'm is what you're going to get out. What You know, I have this, this diagram I use, and I wrote my book called Contract Success Tips, and I did a bunch of illustrations, but... My view of the world is there is energy. I'm big, you know, Nisam Hermain, quantum physics, I'm like, but there is energy out there. Dark matter, there's energy. That energy, I'm going to use the analogy of a, of a film strip and a, and a movie strip, right? Okay, so you've got energy, which is God, consciousness, the force, some, some driving force out there, pretty indifferent, but it is driving the universe, right? Like a light bulb in a film strip, right? And then you've got what I consider the film strip which is how you differentiate that energy. That's your mind. That's what you think all day, right? I mean, everything starts in the mind. Like any room you build, anything you're looking around you right there, you know, anything, Ron, that you're looking at started somewhere, right? Started in somebody's mind. It all starts in your mind, including being a champion or building a big construction business. It starts in your mind. You have to write it down. And then next is the lens. To me, that's emotion. If you're not emotionally committed to something, forget it. It's just an idea. So you've got, like, if the film strip analogy, you've got the you've got the light bulb, you've got the film strip, you've got the lens, and you have reality out here, like the screen, right? The problem is people try to mess with the screen. You can't fix the screen. It's already here. You have to start with what created the screen, which is what's in your mind, right? So if you're going around all the day saying, 
you know, life sucks, life sucks, or I'm, you know, whatever, you, you know, your mind will, you know, whether you think you're wrong, you're right, your mind will make that work, right? So if you're going around and you're thinking, oh, it's hard, I can't find any people, perfect analogy, okay? Two contractors, I work with both of them. One guy is, and they're doing this, they're remodeling contracts, they're doing 3 million, whatever they are, they're like three blocks from each other. Contractor A says, I have all these amazing people. I got this awesome team. To me, what makes a champion is a guy who has the ability to build a great team. So anyhow, he's out here and he can find all these good people and people are attracted to him. He's a great leader. He has high integrity. He's in good shape. He's like a person people want to follow. All the people he wants to keep showing up. Maybe a block down the street. We have the victim guy, right? Can't find any good people. All, all, you know, all employees suck. They don't show up on time. They're really hard to deal with. I, you know, if it wasn't for employees, this would be an easy thing to do, et cetera. So guess what? He doesn't find anybody. And he has a heck of a time finding any good employees where the guy who's three blocks away has all the awesome employees he wants. What's the difference in the head, right? One guy, as you said, is a champion and people want to follow the champion. The other guy's sort of a loser. No offense. <laughs> and who wants to play with a loser, right? It's not fun. So I've seen this happen over and over again. And yet in working with people, um, pretty much, you know, how do you build a good construction business? In my opinion, you know, one of the things is if you're building remodeling, you meet with architects, you got to build a great team, you have to good systems, all that's out there. But most people have what they want in life or an excuse. And fortunately, most people have a lot of excuses. Mm. So I would say the champion doesn't have any excuses. That makes sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. I would agree with that. And I, I think, I mean, we can dive into some hiring and stuff here too, because I think it's that that's a mindset thing around the entire industry. I've had this conversation on here. You do it at a high level. You seem like you have success bringing people in. I, I think it's just something that is always there for people to complain about. I remember over a decade ago when I came into the industry, it was a labor problem. And now it's the same thing. And everybody, it just, you just keep hearing the same thing. Cause I think it would like exactly what you just said is like, that's a complaining point. That's an easy thing to fall back on because if you're in the construction industry and you're not having success, it's easy to say, Oh, I can't find the right people. Cause everybody's like, Oh, well, I can. Yeah. I can imagine that, but it, it really, it is a mindset thing. Like we allow that to be the roadblock. I mean, I, I, the key in construction business, in my opinion, is having great employees and great clients. If you have great clients and you have great employees, this business is awesome. If you have not so good clients and you have not so good employees, this business is hell. <laughs> you know, you're always, your clients don't pay you. They're complaining. They're terrible. Your employees don't show up. It's really bad. It, so this business is terrible. So the question is, how do you get good clients and how do you get good employees? It's not that tough. You know, getting good clients consists of having some reasonable marketing. For God's sakes, there's a ton of marketing. In fact, I just learned from a coach I was interviewing um, about some cool marketing techniques. He says, if you're in Phoenix, don't go after Phoenix, you'll lose. He says, but if you have a block in Phoenix, like, you know, you know, a housing track, you know, they need what you need. And you know, they're, they need kitchen remodels, whatever, because their houses are all falling apart. And you know, that neighborhood, focus on that neighborhood. You can go door to door. You can geofencing of your, you know, social media. There's a lot, but just work on that, you know, 
half a mile radius. Don't try Phoenix because you get killed. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, if you if you just work on that one little area, you can market the hell out of it. You can do things. The big guy, you can't, big guys can't go door to door. They can't do it. So you just get marketing is an art and as well as a science. And you can figure out how to do it. So there's a lot of guys that can show you how to get those good clients. They're out there. Okay, so you got good clients. Next question, how do you find good employees? I figured it out. It took me a little while to figure it out, but you have to go through, you have to actually find, you know, you've got to use the way to get to every immediate. You've got to use LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, I mean, well, our our ATS goes to 280 job boards. Place, any place on the planet you can find somebody, we will find them. All right. So you have to have really you got to go out there and look for the people. They got to use, you got to get all those people to apply. Once they apply, you need to screen them. You use assessments. We, I think one of the best assessments in the market. You test them. You make sure they're the right person psychologically. There's a lot of tools out there that are available that let you know this person is the absolute right person psychologically. We can we profile people. We take an assessment of your best carpenter or your best pick one, your best project manager. We can match those profiles. So we know psychologically this person has got the right mindset for what should, we can even test integrity honesty, all that stuff's testable. So we can assess all that before we talk to the guy or lady, right? And then we do a video interview. We check out the video interview. We say you're the right person. We ask all the right questions. We can see what they look like. They act like, talk like. We do reference checks. We do background checks. All the things you would normally do if you've got a good HR department to find the right guy or girl. When you find that person, we find them 70%. They stick. They stick for a year or two years. But unfortunately, most contractors put an ad in deed they call the guys a week later. They're desperate. If the guy has a warm body and looks like he's not going to screw things up, they hire him. They find out later he lies occasionally, shows up work occasionally, which becomes the world's worst employee because what happens is everybody drops to his level, right? So, oh, I don't have to be here until 8.15 because he's at 15. Oh, I can lie occasionally because he lies occasionally. I can. And so you set a whole new, you sort of lower your standard of the whole value structure of the company. It all drops down. There's nothing worse than the worst employee. Not bad enough to fire, not good enough to keep. They're horrible. And they bring the whole organization down. But because most people don't take the time and the effort to find the right people, to build the right team. I mean, just think of any sports team. I was watching a video last night about Becker. You know, Manchester recruits kids at 10, right? You know, for football, right? And, and mm-hmm. they groom them. And by the time they're 17, they're playing. They spent a whole lot of time building a bet and that at that time one of the best teams in the world. But they did it through finding they have scouts. They look, they do a lot of effort in building that team. They don't take the first guy that says, Hey, I play soccer, sign me up. Doesn't happen. That's how they build a great team. Let's get a football team, right? It's no different in building a construction team. You've got to look for those people. You've always got to be looking for good people. You have to find the right people, you've got to assess them. You've got to use good procedures to make sure that those people deserve to be on your team. And admittedly, most most, uh, contractors just don't do it. And then they suffer because they have these marginal teams that make life really hard. Yeah, because I in my in my experience, it's it's really hard to have good customers if you don't have a good staff. <laughs> like, those right. two kind of go hand in hand. Even if you invest in getting good customers, you're not going to keep them around if you don't have the A players. And I, right. I mean, what you said makes so much sense. Is like you there's no we expect to find the diamond in the rough but we're barely dusting off the dirt that's on top of the rocks. 
Like when I mean, you like, when you, you, you know, when you look at most construction companies, they don't have a marketing budget. They don't have a recruiting budget. And like we charge, you know, a couple thousand bucks a month and we should find people three months. So let's say we, we find a guy and it costs you all in maybe five or $6,000. The wrong employee is going to cost you 50 grand easy. And employees are not, you know, an expense or an investment. You can't build a company without a great team. Just mm-hmm. won't happen. And the building a great team takes a lot of effort and you've got to use whatever technology you got, whatever, you know, people you can help build the team. And if you have a great team and you also have a great marketing, get great clients, awesome business. But again, you know, what makes a champion, somebody who has great clients and a great team. Yeah. Cause you can't just can't sustain. And typically you the wrong. I, I loved your uh, analogy earlier about bringing in the wrong guy and what that actually does to your organization. Like even if that wrong guy is only there for a little bit, it's going to bring everybody down. And if they hang out for more than a little bit, your best players are going to leave, which right. is the real loss. And right. I, I I loved how you address that. And then also talk about being able to go out and find the same kind of players that already fit in your system, which like, if we look at this from a professional sports standpoint, like they go out and they find players that fit in the system and fit with the players that are there. And that's how these championship teams are built. They're not built by accident. Like, I think that's like the big misconception when it comes to professional sports is like this stuff just accidentally comes to other. No, there's a lot of money that's spent to figure out who are the right people to have around the right people. It's why you have some of these super teams that don't end up doing anything because they, it wasn't the right fit. Right. To use your example, some people, you know, are playing like a star guy carries a team. Other players, it's a team that matters, right? It's got to be the team. And so, unfortunately, in construction, you can't have a star player because even if a guy can frame your board and door better than anybody else, he's going to help you, right? So you've got to build a team. And that's something, when you think about it, how much time do contractors saying, my mission is to build the best remodeling team in, you know, Connecticut or wherever the heck it is? right? They say, my job was to make a lot of money and survive. That's a different different thing, right? Mm. So champions build great teams. They do not, they're not concerned about money as much as building the right team. Because if you build the right team and you have the right clients, money is a byproduct of that. I've got guys that, you know, a good contractor I know will probably do 10, 15 million at a million, but he focuses on his team and his marketing and his clients. He doesn't focus on the money. I love it. I mean, I I think there's a lot of magic in what you've said today. And there's just a lot of brutal facts as well for guys to be able to go look at. And uh, it's 40 years of knowledge, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. So if if any of the construction champions out there wanted to reach out to you, wanted to talk to you, follow you, look into your guys' business, Where, where's the best places for them to do that? The best way is contractor success tips. Excuse me, that's my podcast, right? I'm starting to, uh, <laughs> I got confused there. I went, I went with my podcast instead of my company. So um, it's contractor staffing source. 
and just contractorstaffingsource.com. You go there, you can book a meeting with me. You can see what we do and that kind of thing. And I'll be happy to, you know, one of our models is we'll show you how to do it yourself. We're not, but a lot of people, when we show them how to do it themselves, they go, wow, this is way too much. You're going to have us do it. But I got no problem in explaining to any contractor the steps he needs to go through to build his own team. But he's got to do these. He's got to have a good applicant tracking system. He has a good assessment system. He has to have somebody willing to work on that. He's got to get back to people in hours, not days. He's got to use all the platforms, not just one platform. There's a lot of basics that a contractor needs to do to build a great team. I'll tell them what they are. If they want to do it themselves, hallelujah, go for it. If they want us to do it, that's fine. A lot of people, when they learn how hard it is, that's where they choose us. They go, no, nah. but... It, it's a system and it works and I'll tell you what it is. So just, you know, go to contractorsstaffingsource.com. Just book an appointment with me and I'll be happy to explain it to you. Awesome, Paul. Well, it's been fantastic having you on the show today. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. All right, construction champions. It don't matter where you're at on in your business. You probably should just reach out to Paul there. I mean, he just said, we're holding to it. He'll teach you how to do it. You might not want to do it, which is a lot of things, but he has nothing to hide. I love that. Like that's what the industry is about is having nothing to hide. He understands he can do it at a lever that nobody else can do it at. And there's nothing wrong with that because for a lot of you guys out there listening, you can probably do your craft better than anybody else. And you teach somebody else how to do that but you know they'll never do it as good as you. I think we, as an industry, we have to start to understand that there's other services, there's other people out there that are experts at this stuff, and they are here to help us. They Make want us. Comment, yeah, Josh. go ahead, jump in there. Is it is it a contractor? You know, they will hire an electrician. They'll hire a plumber. They'll outsource. They'll hire an accountant. Right? For some reason, they all think they're brilliant at marketing and recruiting. I don't get it. Like, come on, dudes. <laughs> hire somebody. You hire somebody that knows more than you with the other every other profession. Why don't you go with marketing, recruiting, and hire people that don't matter than you do and can do a better job? Because they're already doing with all their subcontractors. They wouldn't think of doing all their own all their own subcontractor stuff. It's the same. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I'm right there with you, Paul. I mean, I believe the same thing is that it's all about finding the experts. And then being willing to bring them in and listen to what they have to say. And, you know, that can be hard no matter where you're at in your life. I literally just set up a 45-minute call with a, a coach that I know before this to spend some time with him. Like, that's just part of it. Like, we don't always have it all figured out. And we might be really, really close, but you need somebody else that can come in with a different set of eyeballs and kind of pick pick out where the problems lie. And, you know, some of the first stuff I ever did, like I built software now. I, I came from the construction industry and I have software. The first thing I did was went and found somebody that knew how to build damn software. Like, right. I mean, Josh, one of the things is that I heard a great saying, a smart man learns from his own mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really true. So I've made a lot of mistakes in 40 years and I've literally blown a lot, you know, I've spent millions of dollars in marketing. I, I've worked with like 1500 companies. So I know what people do right and what they do wrong. So learn from others' mistakes so you don't have to make them. I love it, man. So construction champions, until next time, be the champion you were meant to be.
Hey, construction champions, it's your host, Ron Nussbaum here, and I want to talk to you about how you can automate all of your marketing. We've had so many people on here talk about getting the systems in place. Well, we have partnered with Build 12 and Construction Champions podcast. Les O'Hara, the founder, what really excites me is his 30 years in the industry. And now he's built a system to be able to nurture your leads and continue to utilize that. I personally use the system myself. Build 12 is absolutely amazing. There's a lot of value in there. And it's a way to start getting away from Angie's list and all of that kind of stuff and start actually creating your own leads every day and have a system for them. So go on our website Check out the show notes. Go check out Build 12 and what it can do for the front end of your business today. It's absolutely amazing. I highly recommend going and meeting with Les and his son, Devin, and talking to him about what they built for their own business so the rest of the industry can take benefit from that. Here on Construction Champions, we're all about helping each other out. And what is better than contractors helping contractors? I say nothing. So let's go take this to the next level. Go check out Build 12. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or Les or his son, Devin. We're here to help. We want to continue to grow the industry.